0: Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. I am Boyd Matheson, and you know, when we talk about the Founding Fathers, as we have been going through this first hour of the show, uh, we often refer to them as being great, wise, and noble souls, which, of course, they were. It's also important to remember that at their core, at their core, they were really just a bunch of entrepreneurs and small business owners, who are tired of being overtaxed and overregulated and having a big distant government that was way too intrusive in their lives and businesses. They wanted to run their businesses, grow their businesses, make a difference in their community. Uh, and that is really what has driven freedom ever since the beginning here in the United States, that it is entrepreneurs and small business owners who, who drive it. We look at places around the world that are struggling and it's usually because uh, entrepreneurs and small business owners have no chance, either because of oppressive governments or corrupt governments, uh, or just no institutions that support them. Uh, and so it's an important part of who we are as Americans, and an important part of how that freedom continues on, uh, those entrepreneurs, those small business owners. And so when we look at the state of Utah, obviously we have a lot of rural businesses. Often they don't get the attention uh, or the revenue of those in urban areas like Salt Lake or Provo. Uh, But they offer a lot of unique and important products, really crucial services. Uh, World Trade Center Utah says that they have ways to help grow uh, an important sector of the state's economy. And so we're very pleased to be joined now by Aaron Starks uh, from World Trade Center Utah. He's the vice president of growth services, uh, where he really tries to help those Utah companies get the tools to grow. And uh, Aaron, thanks for joining us on a Friday.
1: Hey, thank you, my friend. Always good to uh, to speak with you, and happy birthday to this wonderful country that we live in.
0: Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a big celebration, big time party. And uh, when we talk about these entrepreneurs and these small business owners, especially in rural Utah, what are some of the challenges that they're facing, especially as we come out of the pandemic?
1: You know, it's a really interesting time for global business, uh, as we're all aware. We've heard it from the the home manufacturing uh, industry. We've heard it from the automotive industry. That supply chains right now are just a total mess. It, it's hard to source materials. Uh, it's hard to deal with, with the complexity associated with getting those materials from, from point A to point B. Many companies are approaching us right now because they can't, they can't afford to source anymore. Um, and as we know, when the, when the demand goes up, so do prices. We're seeing that in the freight forwarding logistics uh, industry as well. Uh, it, it is no longer easy to to get a container to ship your material from Leavenworth, Utah Utah, Hurricane, Utah, to Shanghai, uh, and vice versa. It, it's hard to locate those containers; they're they're nowhere to be found. And if you can find them, uh, you probably can't afford them. So, yeah. I would say that's one trend that will continue for you know the ensuing months, just until uh, supply chains normalize some. But I got to tell you, it's it's also a very good time to be doing business. Uh, with, with the uh, recent injections of capital made into the U.S. economy, uh, consumer purchasing is up. We're seeing uh, e-commerce brands doing very well, um, spe- specifically outdoor recreation right now is, is, a, is a strong industry here in the state. We have many brands that we're working with who have engaged with us to, to figure out where in the world they're supposed to be internationally. They're just doing great things that Utah is great for a lot of reasons. Boyd, many people are unaware that there are very sneaky companies in the state doing 50, 60, 70 million in annual revenues and even more that you've never even heard of. And there are dozens and dozens of companies just like that. That's, that's how robust the, the economy has, has become, and especially during the pandemic.
0: Yeah, love that. Uh, all those great things we get to export from the state of Utah and uh, our great businesses and entrepreneurs are are part of that equation for sure. Uh, I want to dig in just a little bit, Aaron, on uh, some of the work that you're doing. People hear the term, you know, World Trade Center Utah, and they, they just think, you know, big global companies and Utah is the crossroads to the world. Uh, but you really see that rural Utah businesses are a critical component to that equation uh, of of Utah being this crossroads to the world
1: Well, we support the governor's initiative to to make Utah one. I, I love that uh, unifying leadership that Governor Cox has put put forward. Um, our team um, you know let me back up World Trade Center Utah is commonly associated with the, the, the trade towers in, in New York City, and for good reason. Um, but World Trade Center is actually a worldwide association. We have 300 offices in over 100 countries. So we're, we're a global organization by nature. Not all World Trade Centers are focused on programs, services, and networks. A lot are real estate plays where you'll have investors purchase commercial real estate, they'll name a building, and then they get to charge uh, you know premium rents to tenants. We've kind of taken a step back, and we're very fortunate because we represent the whole state. We're the only World Trade Center in the entire world that represents an entire state. Most are limited to a singular city. So we feel very grateful to, to have the leeway that we do. But our whole mission is to connect local, local businesses to global opportunities through our networks, programs, and services and year to date we've helped over 100 companies do that uh, especially in rural areas our team has been in the car about half a dozen times and this year we will we will hit all 29 counties where we'll be in the county working with directors of economic development municipal leaders our chamber partners university partners and business partners locating businesses in each county and so our goal is to on these trips come back with a, with a list of about seven to ten companies that we can turn around and help grow through our, our services, programs, and networks. And so um, we, we've had tremendous success so far. What that looks like is us sitting down with the company, knowing that every, every industry in the world is right here in our backyards. We sit down, we engage, we assess the company, we get a feel for its risk aversion, how committed management is to going global, what going global looks like to that company, what investments uh, that they can afford at this stage. Then we help them define a buyer persona. Who are they targeting in a foreign country? How are they positioning the company? How are they segmenting the market? In other words, why would a consumer in India choose their brand over competitors? Right. Uh, we want to we answer these questions. And then from there, we, we run the, the, the market research. We do the analytics. And we boil the world down to five countries. It's it's we're the only firm in the state doing this. Wow. Um, we look at political stability, market mm-hmm. potential, and ease of doing business, which includes all of your regulatory or compliance hurdles that you would face. And we're going to come back to you um, uh, as a company, and we're going to say, look, Germany, Japan, and Korea—your top three markets. Let's pick two Let's two of these three.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then we
1: get really specific and granular with it. So we we want to make we want to help companies feel empowered to make confident and informed decisions uh, when doing business abroad.
0: Awesome, Aaron Starks from World Trade Center Utah, Vice President of Growth Sales. So important uh, focus on rural Utah businesses. Some great resources, great opportunities there. Aaron, thanks for joining us uh, on a Friday. Appreciate that insight as always. Uh, And important for all of us to remember that it is the it's those small business owners, those entrepreneurs, often in rural areas that really fuel freedom. Uh, And it's been that way from the very beginning here in the United States of America. We're going to step aside for top of the hour news. When we come back, Vice President Kamala Harris has been getting some criticism for some of her ex staffers. I'm going to tell you why. Not so fast, my friend. I think the vice president's right on this one. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.